0: If the gods don't love me, at least they haven't ignored me. But I must not ramble. This is not a journal of reflection like the first. I write to warn, not to edify. We are in great danger from forces I am just beginning to understand. Soon my enemies will come for me, and if I should fail in my last task... Another must follow to pick up the fallen banner. That is the purpose of this journal. Although I must write in haste, I will spare no detail, so wiser eyes may see what I did not. Study these ink-spatterings closely, my dear nephew, and seek the counsel of our bravest and most perceptive friends. Tell them the end of history is rushing upon us, and if I die, it is they who must stop that mad charioteer. It began in the month of flowers. All around my villa blossoms were bursting through the earth, filling the air with their essence. Gentle winds played sweet music on the garden chimes and from my study window I could see a pair of lovers strolling the grassy fields, birds bursting from cover in front of their wandering feet. Just beyond them was the meadow where there were colts at play, but all that beauty was lost to me. I sat before an unseasonable fire, toasting my bones, a rug pulled over my skinny old man's legs, nursing a cup of brandy and damning what little life I had left for a prison. I pined for Amore, my life's mate. She'd been dead a year, and in one corner of the garden I could see the small tomb with her flute-playing likeness carved into its face. I'd never expected to outlive her. This doubled the shock of the quickness of her death. One moment she was my lively amore, full of laughter and music and wisdom. The next, a corpse. We made love the night before she died. I'm grateful for that. Despite our age, our passion for one another was as deep as ever. She fell asleep in my arms. That night I dreamed we were young again. "'wandering the wilderness together in search of new horizons. "'The next morning I awoke early thinking I heard her pipes. "'The music had the dawn's cheer to it, "'the refreshing chill of the morning air. "'But I found the dark seeker had come and gone. "'Amoire lay pale and cold beside me, her pipes nowhere in sight. "'I'd known such tragedy before.' I lost my first wife and daughter to the plague, but I'd been young then. There were days enough for hope to still live. As I sat in the study, I thought of the treasures Greycloak and I found in the Far Kingdoms and all the marvels I brought back from those once-mythical shores. The greatest treasure of all was a Amorier, Court Piper for King Domus himself. It was she who healed me, she who made my days worthwhile. There is a land I know of where it is not only acceptable but considered admirable to take one's own life. There are priests who make an honorable profit assisting. They ply their customers with an elixir that brings on the happiest of memories— A basin of warm, perfumed liquid is provided and a spell, cast so all pain becomes pleasure. The sorrowing one, who sees clearly that his best course is to lay down the burden and close the final door, takes up a sacred knife, summons the seeker, and then slits his veins. I was considering this recourse when quartervals came to collect me, Imagine what a morose, self-pitying sight I made. He groaned as if to say, Not again, my lord. Corteval's was head of my household guard. Tall, ruddy-cheeked, and bursting with muscular good health. A formal frontier scout recruited...